Wednesday, November 18th, another episode of the Two Cents 20 Year Old Podcast coming at you right now. What? Yeah. First off, I never asked for this. I'ma go and grab my laser that I'll go and blast you with. You will go and start a war, but say you are a pacifist. Can I log in? I don't know what the whole f- password is. We are back with another episode of the accident. podcast that teaches beginners the basics of personal finance. The podcast where I give my two cents on things you should be thinking about when it comes to your money. It's time to bring back um, our conversation on the basics of credit like we talked uh, last episode. So, like I said last episode, we talked about what credit was and what your FICO score means to you and whoever you are trying to take a loan from. Um, I described the game, quote-unquote, game of credit, and my goal uh, for that episode was basically for you to realize how backwards it kind of seems so you wouldn't be taking advantage uh, in the pursuit of building your credit history. Um, It might seem like when you're applying for credit, you don't really benefit from it at all, Um just because of the, you know interest and stuff like that, but you are building your credit history, uh, you're uh, increasing your credit score or uh, uh, repairing it. So uh, yesterday I saw this TikTok from Daniel underscore Isles, where he gave uh, this tip on building credit with a car loan that I thought was super interesting. I had never even thought of it before, but um, so in this TikTok he mentioned how there's basically this duality between uh, personal finance gurus. Basically, one guru says that you should never take a loan out on a car because if you're taking a loan out to pay for the car, then you can't truly afford the car, which is actually 100% true if you think about it. Uh, Then the other guru is pretty much saying that there's nothing wrong with taking out a car loan because it gives you the opportunity to build credit and make payments, uh, getting used to monthly payments and, like I said, building up that credit history. Uh, So Daniel basically said that These sides are, in his opinion, both incorrect. He said that if you uh, got a loan for your first car that you could afford out of pocket, then what you could do is pay the loan off 99% immediately, leaving around $100 on the loan. So uh, in doing this, uh, your absurd first-time interest rate, so if if you get a loan by yourself without um, co-signing like a parent or something like that, the interest rate on the, on the loan itself is probably going to be around 12%. I know when I tried uh, to get a loan from my car without a cosigner, it was around, I believe, 13.9. And, I mean, that was ridiculous. I showed that to my parents. My mom was like, okay, well, we might be able to help you out because at first they weren't going to cosign at all. Um. But like he said, the first time interest rate wouldn't affect this because of the $100 principal that you left on the loan. Um, you would spend however long paying off that $100, which in turn builds your credit. Um, and all the while, you wouldn't be stretched to make those payments. And uh, that interest, like I said, wouldn't affect you that much. Um, so I'm not sure if this has ever been tried or if there are any rules against this. But when he said this, I mean, it's obviously a genius idea like you build your credit you don't miss any of the payments if you do miss payment or um just that principal building on well i mean you don't want to miss a payment but that um interest building on the principal is very low because of the hundred dollar principal so uh, personally i can see how both of uh, the views we mentioned earlier with the two gurus i can see how both of those can be perceived as correct in my personal experience i took out a 60-month car loan 
for my car that I purchased in September. I put $6,000 down for the car to lower my monthly payment dramatically. And uh, I, I, like I stated earlier, I'm very fortunate and grateful that uh, my parents put me on their credit card as an authorized user so that I get to build my credit history um, as they pay their payments on time every month. But I will say, if you do this in order to build your credit or repair your credit, I would make sure that your parents um, are responsible with their credit because it's not just benefits. If, if they use their credit poorly and you're an authorized user, it's going to uh, hurt your credit score as well. It was interesting, though, because when I went to the dealership to essentially buy the car, um, I went by myself and we talked. I, I discussed with, with the guy about financing the car and uh, what I would need, what interest rates I would get, what, what I would want to put down, my monthly payments, all that stuff. So I discussed that when I got to the dealership and they said, even though I assumed that since I'm an authorized user on my parents' credit card, that my credit would be the same as theirs, it didn't help me with um, the loan that I was going to get. It didn't help with the interest rate, uh, any of that, because of the fact that I didn't have any history of paying my debts. So like I said, the dealership initially offered me a 60-month loan uh, with around 13.9 interest because I basically didn't have anyone co-signing with me. I didn't have either of my parents with me. And they were unsure about my ability to make payments because I had never done it before. Um, luckily, I convinced my parents to, to co-sign the loan, which uh, lowered the interest rate to about 5.3%, which is, I mean, humongous if you think about it. 5.3% compared to 13.5% interest on the loan. That's ridiculous. Um, and this is for a used car as well. So um, now that I heard Daniel's idea about paying off almost all of your loan, but leaving a little bit left so that your credit could build, um, I think that if you can afford it, that might be the way to go, go about it. But of course, there's nothing wrong with, uh, financing, financing a car. Just make sure, just don't buy a car new, like don't buy a new car. There's no point of buying a new car. You drive it off the lot, it immediately depreciates. There's no point of having debt on a depreciating item. It makes no sense. So we're going to take a quick break, and I will be back soon. Now, let's dive a little bit more in depth about what makes up your credit score, as I promised in the last episode. So the facets of your credit score consist of the length of your credit history, um, which is basically how long you've had your credit and how responsible you've been throughout that period. That makes up 10%. The types of credit you have been allotted makes up another 10%, which is owning and utilizing a credit card, having a car loan or a mortgage, uh, stuff like that. The other part is payment history, which makes up 35%. Uh, this shows if you pay your bills on time or have a history of being late. And uh, then another part is the amounts owed between different loans, which makes up 30%. This includes the percentage of your credit limit on your card, on your credit card that you have used, uh, whether or not you bounce off that uh, that credit limit that you've been allowed um, or if you stay under it uh, which is ideal and then the final part of the credit pie is the new credit that you apply for slash receive which makes up 15 percent so i'm going to go into this uh, last one a little bit because it's kind of vague but it's super important so um, applying for credit puts a hard inquiry on your credit report as the lender goes over your credit to see um, all of the things we mentioned previously, and to see if they will lend you that money. Uh, this will often dock your score a few points, 
when receiving new credit, myfico.com says that it is made up of your oldest account and the average of your other accounts. Uh, so opening a new credit opening new credit lowers the average age of your total accounts. This, in effect, lowers your length of your credit history and subsequently your credit score. That was a quote from myfico.com. Now I'm going to end this episode with a final sentiment, how to stay on top of your credit. So I speak for my fellow 20-year-olds when I say that we don't necessarily have an abundance of experience when it comes to credit utilization or how to stay on top of your score. Uh, but for people like me who will soon be venturing off of their own finances, it is best to get familiar even now. Um, the first thing I would say is that I would completely erase the idea of living lavishly as a 20-something-year-old. When we get into the real world with 100% of our own bills, there just isn't any room for that new Xbox or Peloton bike or a Canada Goose jacket that your fellow BU colleagues wear in the winter. There's just no time for that. Uh, now is the time to cement a program into your brain on how to get on top of your finances, like making sure you pay off your monthly debts, uh, starting to invest whatever little money you can, having a savings account, stuff like that. Important stuff. It's it, There's no need for uh, some of the things that I just mentioned. Uh, if you have a car loan as well as student loans like me, I would say focus. the focus would be using the opportunity that was implemented for the 0% interest on student loans, which was implemented earlier this year and is coming to an end on, on December 31st. I would use that opportunity to maybe pay off any other debts that are weighing on your mind. It doesn't really matter that much. Most um, Most personal finance blogs say that all debts, all debts the same, but personally, I would say that, especially with the 0% interest rate on student loans, I would worry about anything else that you have, like that car loan that I was talking about, which does have interest. Um, that being said, like I said, the relief ends on December 31st, so you just can't, you can't just push student loans into the back of your mind, because again, they're going to be uh, gaining interest once uh, this year ends. While we're transitioning into adult life, be careful with applying for credit cards and falling for the bonus programs that they try to reel you in uh, while sneaking in uh, under the table around 18% interest for new offers. That was the average uh, new offer interest on credit cards. And if you decide to go for a credit card to begin building your credit history, only use it for small purchases like gas, something you can pay off early and in the full amount every month. Credit cards are for a purpose, not a purchase. The purpose of building your credit, not buying a new TV. And Never, ever miss a payment because, like I said, they sneak those interest rates under there. And um, not to mention if you have a store credit card, like a lot of stores offer you credit cards from that store, those interest rates can be even as high as 30%. Um, so never, ever miss a payment and definitely don't get store credit cards. But I think I'm just going to end the podcast there. I'm going to try to keep these ones a little bit shorter. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the Two Cents 20-Year-Old Podcast. And I will be back very soon.